Welcome to another episode of Viatorian Voices, Conversations on the Way. This is pre-associate Dan Masterton, and I'll be your host for these episodes in the Boulder Dreams series. Venerable Louis Kerb said, People are bolder when they dream they are doing God's will. Our goal for this series is to foster this boldness in the Viatorian community's ministries. We will do this by reaching beyond our own membership and institutions to speak with pastoral ministers who are kindred spirits to our ministry and charism. We will turn to these women and men to seek fresh insights on key areas of ministry that can re-embolden us to live out our Viatorian vocations in service of the people of God. Today we focus on youth leadership formation. For this topic, our guest is Carrie Foster. Carrie is a veteran youth and campus minister, having worked for 20 years in counting with teenagers in faith formation. Carrie's book, Cultivating Faith, A Guide to Catholic High School Campus Ministry, which I co-authored with her, was published by the National Catholic Educational Association under her maiden name, Carrie White. And Carrie completed her doctorate in ministry in 2022, and her doctoral project, Forming High School Students as Missionary Disciples, described and analyzed the leadership formation she did with her students. To start, I asked Carrie where the ideas for this youth leadership approach came from in her ministry. Enjoy the conversation. I to say, I noticed early on that students really wanted to be involved. And initially it was like specific things. And so they would come to me and they'd be like, can I do that? And I'd be like, ah, I don't see why you can't. <laughs> like One of them really wanted to set up for mass. And I think honestly it started because like we had a school mass before a study or something, he was free. And I was like, I have to go set up for this. Do you want to come? He was like, yeah, that sounds fun. Um, and so we did it together and then all of a sudden he like really wanted to do it and so then I was like well I don't think there's a reason why you can't do this so then I just let him do it and and like other students kind of saw that this one student was involved and they were like so what can I do like how can I be a part of this and it kind of grew organically I think uh, just because I was noticing kids wanted to be involved in different aspects of life. And we always had retreat leaders, but I don't know if anybody stopped and said like, hey, what activity do you want to do on this retreat? Um, or how would you lead, like what kind of discussion questions would you ask to lead this part of the discussion? So it kind of took, like, it was mostly like kids were kind of coming and plugging in um, and then they'd be like, oh, I got to go take this math test. I'll be back. Um, and so when we moved the retreat kind of off the school, it opened up a different kind of aspect for kids to kind of give. It started as giving input um, and advice. And I think as I got to know them, they were more willing to be like, hey, I have this idea. Can I do this thing? Um, and I tried to be really intentional about being like, well, yeah, you should, you can do that. And I had to remember first, like, I don't have to do all these things. It's okay to let the students do some of this stuff. It evolved and changed and grew. And, but really, yeah, it just started from, we had a group of students who were really interested in liturgy and wanted to plan music and help do liturgical stuff. And then as more students saw that group be interested, more opportunities then became available because the students almost started to create them themselves and so just really being open I was trying to be intentional just about giving space for kids to be like oh hey I could do that and then letting them do it it starts from identifying the passions and gifts of the kids and then trying to build these avenues to mobilize them into campus ministry 
and tried to give them some support and faith formation, not just to give input and advice, like you said, but to really like take charge of it and become leaders on the campus and all of these different avenues. Yeah. And it's, I formalized it as time went on, I kind of realized like, and as we got more and more students who wanted to be involved, you kind of have to formalize it a little bit. So then it became kind of its own club. Um, and I made students apply because you want a level of commitment and interest. Um, and we didn't really reject anybody, but I wanted them to at least spend that initial time thinking about why I want to do this. Um, and then where, what kinds of areas that I would, that the student would be most interested in. And I defined six areas that worked best for our school community and kind of had the kids funnel themselves into one of those six committees, more or less. The liturgy kids were planning and training kids for masses and the retreat kids like wrote retreats focused on food and it was a jolly good time all around. <laughs> So what did you feel that your students needed in order to emerge and develop as leaders and as people who could form their peers into disciples? What kind of exposure opportunities did you create for them that helped prepare them to become the leaders that you knew they could be? So they needed time. And this is the biggest one. Probably they needed time to organize themselves and what they wanted to do. So we, I really focused and found the most effective way to do that was in the summer in like before school started so we'd have a meeting like a long kind of afternoon retreat style meeting at the end like within the last probably the last two weeks of school um to initially just kind of talk about specifics for the next school year and to say like here's some things we need to define going forward like we had, we picked an all-school theme every year so the kids had a name in that so we would look at kind of here's the focus for our school year for next year how do we want to describe and talk about this um, and it was a little bit of like getting to know each other because I found the more comfortable with each other they could be heading into the school year um, the better off uh, their work and everything would be and then we did a summer retreat with everybody, I don't know, a couple of weeks before school started. And it was usually about 24 hours. So it was an overnight experience. And there we were really, I was trying to be really intentional with them about setting goals and kind of setting a calendar for themselves and creating like a way that they could share information with each other. So as a Google Classroom school, they would set up a Google Drive for their group. Um, their little committee and kind of start to put all their ideas in there. But I found like helping them set goals was really critically important to give them kind of a focus um, for their group for their year. And then to take those goals and to break them down and to say, okay, so for your first goal is that every, by the end of the year, every student will be singing at our all school liturgies. Good luck, kid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very ambitious um so okay so what do you need to, what do we need to do to try and get to that goal so okay so we need to pick we need to make sure the music is singable and familiar so how do we know that it's singable and familiar okay we're gonna ask students what kinds of music they want to sing at mass or what they're used to hearing in their churches okay so we're going to create a survey that we would send out to everybody so when are we going to do that all right we're going to do that in october so to have that survey ready to go in october we need to create it in september and we need to talk to whoever's going to send it out to make sure that it's okay to send it out so to give them like a really specific timeline 
um, or to help them develop a timeline I found was really important. And the groups that were intentional about that tended to be more success isn't the word, but tended to kind of do the things they set out to do with a much much more intentionally uh, than groups who either didn't take that process seriously or missed the opportunity to put it together and then felt like they were playing catch up all year. Um, but teaching them to do that, I found was really important. And towards the end of my time, a couple years ago, as I was doing the research, I added um, kind of specific leadership roles within our student ministry program is what we called them so that each group had a designated leader and there was a group of leaders that kind of oversaw the whole thing so I found um if you could give even be even more specific in the roles you're asking them to do the buy-in got a lot better so then I kind of created a leadership institute that we did um kind of in the middle of the summer where the leaders set the groups of everybody kind of set the working groups we did some leadership development some fun stuff we'd go and eat ice cream every night the kids were also kind of able to then define like here's how I want my group to work here's kind of the things we want to focus on here are some overall goals and then when we got into the big retreat they were able to take some of that stuff and say here are some of the things that we have set um, group how can we like modify this and then what are we going to attack first and how are we going to do it and found that that was really important for the kids because they tended not only to buy in better but to pay attention better to their faith and when they're able to say like yes I've been a leader in this area um, intended to stick with them even more you have this structure that kind of builds out to help support them as they're setting and working towards goals but then also along the way, how did you incorporate practices of prayer and spirituality into the work they were doing together so that they're also developing their own spirituality and prayer habits while being leaders of one another and the rest of the students in the school? Yeah, it's hard because sometimes you can get so stuck in the like, we got to do all these things and I've limited time with everybody that I don't want to take, you know, the 40 minutes that I have and spend whatever half that time um in prayer you know like it's easy to sometimes put that aside but I tried to be really intentional about taking time um and I did a lot of Lexio Divina with the students um specifically around passages that looked at like people in the Bible who are acting as leaders or like passages that talked about humility and like different characteristics of a leader I guess so we would and we would spend probably not more than 10 minutes most times um and I was with the kids about once a week we would always try and start with that sometimes the kids would say that doing Lexi all the time was really repetitive and they wanted a little more variety um like, but you're reading scripture kids this is like the important stuff here come on uh so then I would vary it a little bit and we'd do some like more formal guided meditation. Sometimes we do just general like decade of the rosary. Sometimes seasonally we do one like one meeting we just prayed the stations of the cross mm -hmm. together. Um, you know, during Lent, I think we did an advent prayer service in there sometimes. And I tried to get to the point where the kids were leading all this stuff too. So I had a Lexio worksheet for them that had the questions and the scripture passages and stuff so that they could see it. But then I just have a kid lead it um, so that 
I didn't have to essentially uh, <laughs> spread that around, but then they can practice leading prayer with each other too. And I think that's important because it, it grounded the meeting. Um, it was like the first thing that we did. I always tried to be really intentional about doing it together, even if they weren't all there yet or whatever, someone would come in the middle of it after getting their lunch or whatever they were doing. Um, but to be intentional about taking that time and it doesn't like I think sometimes it felt like because I only saw them once a week it had to be a long thing and I don't think that it does like I think I've been using the hallow prayer app a lot too with them and like the meditations on there are excellent because you can do one for a minute you can do it for five minutes you can do it for seven minutes you can do it for 45 minutes so I think like recognizing that too like every time doesn't have to be 10 minutes like there's value in doing a whatever three minute song reflection or a five minute like reflection on whatever letting the kids come up with them and lead some of that stuff too I think is an important helpful way to get them involved so having also been a parish youth minister can you imagine some easy ways that a ministry leader or volunteer in a parish could adapt some of these like leadership formation ideas for use in parish life yeah, so I would think, and this is the one thing I probably wish I did at the parish, is thinking about if there's a project that, like, is something that is consistently done that the kids could take on. So could they be responsible if you do a summer mission trip, which is a popular thing, could they be responsible for every aspect of that? So they pick where it's going to happen, the, like the destination that they're going to go to in the summer. And then they come up with a recruiting plan to get kids to be involved. And then they design the fundraisers and they pick when they're going to be. They take on how to advertise for them, how to like, they present it to the parish during masses or however that's presented to the parish, right? They run the like preparation and planning meetings when those start to happen and then if like a thank you whether they write thank you notes or however the parish don't thanks the people who supported their mission trip like taking that on so I know a lot of places do like a meal where kids can share about their mission trip experiences and then they have a meal for all the donors and like the kids can be responsible for getting all the things together for that even you know figuring out like what do we need if we're gonna feed all these people or if we're gonna talk about our trip like how are we putting the pictures or the presentation together like that kind of stuff I think something that they can take from start to finish is awesome and or you know it could be like I was in a parish where they did a big family event in advent and it was like a walk through Bethlehem so is that something the youth group could kind of take on or maybe it's like a VBS and they're maybe working on and maybe it's not the whole VBS but a significant um, component where they're figuring out how to teach it and what do they like do they need backdrops or what materials do they need and then they lead it every day for a week you know kind of becomes their thing that they can really grab a hold of and maybe there's more than one thing that your uh, youth group is doing but I know it can be hard because kids are like in and out a lot and maybe not always there when we want them to be there um so what is it that feels manageable and maybe it's starting something easy like we're going to at the parish picnic be responsible for planning and running and doing this game 
So maybe one last question that I want to ask everyone in this series. What advice or insight would you have for Viatorians who are trying to be good companions of youth or young adults today? What would you want them to hear or know from your experience? I would say don't be afraid to let kids do stuff, even if it feels like the stuff that you should do um, or is like traditionally never been done by kids before, especially if they're excited about it. Yes. Um, to figure out a way to walk with them in that and maybe that means you have to channel their help them channel their passion or whatever it is that they want to do into a way that fits within the overall goals and dimensions of your particular ministry in their particular place um, but to really be open to that I think and to know that kids are coming with an earnest heart and a desire to they're approaching you with something it means they're really like this is important to them I want to uh, honor that and I think just uh, be willing to listen and to hear them um, and just kind of accompany them to walk with them in whatever they're doing and I found the easiest way from or one of the most effective ways I was able to do that is kind of to help kids take ownership of where they want to go. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Folks who would like to reach out to Carrie can email her at carrylynnwhite at gmail.com. Her email will be in the show notes. Our thanks to Carrie for sharing her insights and our prayers for her continued ministries with young people. To learn more about the Viatorians or invite vocational accompaniment, email us at vocations at viatorians.com or DM us on social media at ViatorianUSA. On behalf of Brother Peter and the Viatorian community, I'm pre-associate Dan Masterton. Venerable Louis Kerbs, inspire us. St. Vider, pray for us. Adored and loved be Jesus. Jesus.